Hello, and welcome to the Newbie Dentist Podcast, the safe place for newbie dentists to connect, collaborate, learn, and grow. The Newbie Dentist Podcast aims to provide high-quality and high-value content for all the newbie dentists out there. With your host, Dr. Omerizami. Hello and welcome back for another episode of the Newbie Dentist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Omid Azami, and I'm excited to be here with uh, fourth-year dental student, Luke Shapiro, uh, the man behind at Future Dentists on Instagram. Luke, how are you doing today? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So um, how I like to do these things is uh, we'll just sort of uh, jump into your like origin story. So tell us a little bit about yourself, um, why you decided to pursue dentistry, uh, where you're studying right now, and then we'll sort of take things from there. All right. So I was born in New York City. Um, I went to high school in Brooklyn and I went to college in St. Louis, uh, at WashU. I was a Spanish major, <laughs> weirdly enough. And then I went to yeah. dental school. Well, I am in dental school in Stony Brook, New York, which is in Long Island. Um, my dad's a dentist. My brother's in dental school. He's a first year at Penn. Oh, nice. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm loving it. It's fourth year is the best. It's, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, like what, uh, I'm, I'm always interested because obviously it seems like there's a lot of, um, dentists or dental students that pursue dentistry because they're like parents, you know, one or two of their parents are dentists. So what, uh, like role did that, like your dad being a dentist have in your like decision-making coming up or, uh, what view of like dentistry did you have and how has it changed? Like now that you're actually in the process yourself and becoming a dentist. Yeah. So, I mean, I first thought I wanted to be a physician, um, my mom actually always was like, Oh, you gotta be a doctor. <laughs> um, and my dad like really never said anything, you know, he, yeah. he really let me make my own decision. And what happened was I was, uh, shadowing a bunch of doctors, uh, like physicians and every single one of them was like, don't become <laughs> go to medical school. Like now's not the time. Yeah. Like your dad's a dentist. He's a great dentist. And you have like a connection to the field and we're all, we're, we're all jealous of dentists. So I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And like, I like really like shouted my dad and then all his friends and you know, that's like, and here you yeah. are now. <laughs> that's funny. Cause like I've, I mean, that was my experience too. Like I wanted to you know be a doctor as well, like be a physician. And then having that conversation with everyone, I was like, what are you doing? Like dentistry is so much better. Um, and it's funny. Like other people have said that too. It's funny. That's like an ongoing theme. It seems like. So you're in uh, fourth year now. So give us a little uh, taste of like what uh, dentistry is like at your school, um, sort of the curriculum and what you've been up to for the past uh, few years in clinic. So, so basically yeah, like, when you get into dental school, you, like, you think you know what's going to happen because you shadow dentists for however long, but yeah. it is a completely different ball game. Um, I think like we had 15 hours of class in college and then dental school, you're doing 30 hours. <laughs> yeah. Class. It's pretty intense. So that was like a, a big change for sure. And the first year, you know, it was all just the basic sciences and I just like wanted dentistry so badly. And now that I'm a fourth yeah. year, I really enjoy, you know, getting to discuss cases with my dad and all the faculty and all my friends. And there's so much to learn in dentistry that like, I probably don't even know. I probably know nothing now and I'm yeah. a dental student. <laughs> um, so I really enjoyed the journey. That's awesome. So what, um, 
like what's your uh like does your school have like uh, quotas they have to meet for like per, like certain number of like crowns you gotta do a certain number of like restorations you have to do and all that yeah so we have it's like a point system um yeah so we have, we actually start clinic in second year that's one of the reasons why i chose my school that's pretty sweet yeah like and actually honestly at the end of first year you're already assisting and like getting medical history so you're like interacting with patients at least um that's pretty cool the quotas are i mean i think they're really high um <laughs> third year we had to do four crowns and then fourth year we have to do 22 so that's a total 22 crowns yeah, so that's a total of 26 i'm not that's even halfway through and i'm graduating in three months so we'll see how yeah goes. how many have you done now <laughs> i've done like i think i've inserted eight this year so oh man. so what happens if you don't finish it like is it like a strict thing or is kind of no, like you you need to finish if not, yeah you, you got you don't graduate so actually a lot of people we have graduation on May 18th and they'll even stay uh, yeah. a weeks, a month later just to finish up the cases. But yeah, that's great. We have the crown comp. We have 22 crowns this year. We have to do 13 arches. Yeah. And then yeah, those are like the, the big ones. And then you have to do some root canals and extractions and like a hundred, no, 200 points of fillings. It's, yeah. Uh, it's a lot, but I like it all. I'm, I'm happy. That's awesome. So how do you, um, where's, where's like the flow of patients coming from? Cause I know, um, like I, I mean, I started in Australia, so we had a pretty cool system, like access to patients too, because we had, um, there's like a public system there. So we worked in a dental hospital in the city and patients who, you know, were like sort of like Medicaid patients, like for you guys in the U S I would, I would say, um, that free access to come see us. So they don't have to pay anything. Um, so it was cool. Cause there was no like barrier to like treatment planning. Like no one's going to be like, Oh, I can't afford that. Or I don't want to pay for that kind of thing. So where do you guys get that flow of patients where you're able to do like 22 units of crowns like in fourth year? So the prices are lower. A crown at the school is between $500 and $600. Um, yeah. And the normal price in the area, I think would be like $1,200, $1,500. Uh, yeah. So like you said, we have a lot of Medicaid patients, but so the Medicaid is paying for certain treatments, but also we have uh, a lot of veterans because they give a veteran discount. They actually give half off yeah. to veterans. Oh, um, nice. a lot and then just like a lot of people who are retired or immigrants that you know can't afford that don't have dental insurance and can't afford uh the normal prices they come there um that's like the bulk of our population so there's always a lot of work to be done i have i have to say you know i'm busy in clinic with multiple like three four patients every day that's amazing so and um so in fourth year how many days would you say like you're in clinic is it every day or every day, every day? like mm-hmm. as it like six hours like is it two three hour sessions or how do you guys break it up so was it just like you're just there nine to five and then just see as many as you can so, so second year you're in clinic uh two days a week third year you're in clinic four days a week and then this year we're in clinic all day every day nine to five uh so we have a four hour session in the morning and then a three hour session at night i mean not at night yeah like in the afternoon <clears throat> That's sick. So you get like a lot of, cause I, from what I've gathered, obviously there's going to be like a lot of variation, like between school to school and like how much clinical exposure you get and how much procedures you get to do. Um, but that seems to be like up there with like what I've heard. So it seems like you got yourself into a, like a really good program and got some really good training. Yeah. I, um, talking to other people at other schools, uh, yeah. just like my dad as well. I think we are definitely at the top of our clinical yeah. education and I mean, when I applied to school, I had no idea about any yeah. requirements or anything. So I just consider myself really lucky to be in this situation and have this experience. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And then um, what about, uh, say, for example, like uh, CADCAM or CEREC or like, are you guys doing anything with like technology that's like more cutting edge or is it still more like traditional like impressions, PFM crowns, like that kind of thing? So I, so our school, there's five schools in the U.S. that were, um, are, that are now part of this new initiative, it, yeah. digital, digital schools. So mm-hmm. our curriculum is being completely revamped. Um, for example, like in first year, instead of doing waxing, you're now going to be doing com- CAD CAM, uh, like automated design. Really? Um, That's amazing. And this year, like it's just starting. So this year we just have to do the requirement is just one crown to be done through CAD CAM. But yeah, in the future, you know, I think we'll eventually be mostly digital. So we're in that transition period, but the school is definitely making the push towards digital curriculum that's amazing so that's like it's pretty so what are the other five schools do you know them or uh, Penn, i think is one yeah Kentucky. so your brother's there my brother's there <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah i'm not sure the other two yeah that's pretty cool and then um how about like implants i know that's like a hot topic nowadays too like do you guys get any exposure to that or you get to like restore any or place any so we have an implantology course so we learn how to restore how to place all that all that we don't place. We just have requirements to assist placements. Um, if you do a GPR at the school, you can definitely, you you will, you will place implants. Um, and then in terms of restoring, we restore a lot. I've restored, restored, uh, like a half dozen or so. So in all faculty are very knowledgeable about implant systems and, the treatment planning that goes with it and yeah. okay that's pretty cool so it seems like you've, you're pretty much uh, ready to go like when you're like finish up school you have a lot of experience more so than like a lot of grads i would say so mm-hmm. um i know in um in like the state of new york uh it's like a requirement to get your license that you gotta do like a like a residency or a gpr um so i'm assuming like that's like like we talked about that's where you're going to be going into next year as well and um how what how do you like select what programs you're interested in like what criteria were you kind of uh, looking at or are looking into for next year so i applied to orthodontic residency and i there's only like 50 or so programs um yeah so i basically just applied to any that were in a city (laughs) in a city (laughs) yeah that got me down to like about 20 schools or so uh but for for the residency programs it's actually it is a challenge to find like, you know, what programs to apply to if it's not just based on location, because there really isn't a, like a centralized guidebook or website that delves into the nitty gritty of each school. You know, it has yeah. basic information about the schools, but you really need to talk to the residents and visit to really get a good sense of, of that. I'm actually funny. You like mentioned this. I'm working with Ignite DDS, uh, yeah, on making a guidebook for residencies because so many students. That's a great. I was just yeah. As you were mentioning that, I was going off in my mind. I was like, oh man, that'd be a good idea to like start that off. So it's good that you guys are doing that already. We're trying, but it's it's definitely it's very difficult to do because these program directors they're dentists, so they're focused on the dentistry and yeah. They, it's hard to reach them and they don't really have time to fill out like a five, 10 minute survey. Uh, yeah. But I'm going to be optimistic. And I think 
have you tried uh, reaching out to like the current residents and stuff to do the survey instead of the director or? Uh, so now we're doing that. We originally reached out to the directors and we got some responses, but now we're going to go to the residents or the assistants or the janitors or whoever works at the school. <laughs> Information. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, I mean, one of the reasons I reached out to you and, you know, I was excited to talk to you was um, you, you're pretty active, obviously on like social media, Instagram, um, and you sort of got that like Facebook group that we're part of now. So like a little mastermind. Um, so it seems like you have a lot of, uh, a lot of things on the go. Right. Um, and that's something that excites me too, cause I, I'm sort of working on a few things and, you know, I got the podcast going and I'm trying to grow that and, and sort of see where that takes me. So where, like, where did you get the inspiration initially? And like, and, uh, how has like your vision changed of like where you want things to go from like when you first started? Cause I know obviously like, like from my experience, when I started everything, like you, you would think of like, oh, I'm going to go down this road, but like things sort of take you on different paths and you kind of, uh, roll with the punches and like just change up your vision as you go along. Um, so I'm curious for you, like when you first started, like for example, the future dentist page, um, what did you hope it would become and like, where is it now and, and how is it different to what you thought? So I originally started the page because my brother was applying to schools and he'd ask me, you know, like, what, what about this school? What about this school? And I'd like, I had been to dental conferences and talked to people there and I realized like I could just like give a, like have them, him talk to them or have them show off their school. So it really stemmed from that, that I could create a Snapchat and give it to my friends at all these schools and they could show off their school and like what's going on there. And Mm then I reached out to dentistry in my world, which is like a big account on Instagram with yeah, thousand followers. And I said, Hey, I, I just started this new account. Do you think you could repost me and see if people would be interested in showing off their schools? And he did. And then it just, you know, exploded from there. Nice. Um, yeah. To like a few thousand people now. And mm-hmm. this response has been amazing. Like I literally, I, I, I just give out the account username and password and pray that nobody steals it from me. <laughs> yeah, we've had Iceland and uh, Mexico and England and Australia, and it's it's been really fun to see you know how different schools are, but also like how how similar we all are. You know, we you know, yeah exactly the, the sim lab and with the phantom heads and subs yeah. and you know, I think we all go through like the same struggles, but the same I don't know. Yeah, the experience is pretty similar. I think like the amount of stuff you do might be different like we talked about, but I think the overall experience of the four years is pretty pretty unique and pretty similar amongst like around the world actually. So that's pretty cool. So where like in terms of your future, um, is this something that you want to carry forward? Um, are you going to pass the baton like once you're like no longer like a future dentist? Like um, how is that going to work out? Like, have you thought about that transition? Like how are you going to maintain it or, or what are you going to do with it? Yeah. Well, I also originally created the account. I'm a very active member of ASDA, which is the American student dental association. Mm-hmm. And I was the vice president of my chapter. So I made it thinking I'd like get more help from like the people in my chapter, but I kind of yeah. like took over and started doing everything myself. <laughs> I got really into it. But to be honest, I, I haven't, besides giving the account to my brother or somebody 
mm-hmm. in my as a chapter that's that's pretty much it. yeah because <laughs> um, I, I would like to see it continue and i know the pre-dents really do uh they really do benefit from it like the people who run the account for the day you know they get a lot of questions from the pre-dents you know what is you yeah. looking for or like why should I go to this school? And I, so I think it's most useful as that tool. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's what I'll probably do. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep Instagram for myself and I'll give the Snapchat to them. Yeah. So it's so crazy because we, we talked about it um, over the past few days a little bit because I was, I was reaching out to you guys because um, I'm pretty new to this whole thing um, to get your opinion on like, like Facebook as a medium or like Twitter or Snapchat um, and you mentioned that, you know, you used to use Snapchat a fair bit, but the like, usage is kind of like tailed off a little bit. Um, so do you still, are you still active on there or is it something that you've sort of given up and just more focused on like Instagram, Instagram stories and all that? So, so the Snapchat, um, I'll always use that for the dental school takeovers because yeah. it, it is easy to just give somebody the username and password and have them do that and then have them interact I think people are much more likely to ask questions and do that um, on the Snapchat. Just Instagram stories don't really allow for like a back and forth kind of questioning like that. Yeah. The Snapchat does. And I think the Snapchat does have a younger demographic, which are the pre-dents. Exactly. Don't see that part of the population stopping to use it we might have plateaued with our users but yeah i i'm gonna still keep on doing the snapchat not as frequently like i last year i literally had in my calendar every day like a different country and like every night i before i email them the password (laughs) uh, this year is more like once a week Um, yeah that's pretty cool that's a good idea though like i i hadn't um I, i haven't used like snapchat that much i used to like just like with friends and stuff, like nothing to like, you know, create a brand or, or anything like that as a project. But um, yeah, it seems pretty cool. Like it's a good application for like the account takeovers. I think it's a great idea. Yes. People just, it's like a, it's like a cool insight that you wouldn't have otherwise. Right. Someone like takes their phone with them into their school and like shows everything. So that's awesome. And um, so what, in terms of like other stuff, like you mentioned, you, uh, uh, Ignite DDS, like what's that project about? So Ignite DDS is, uh, it basically teaches you everything dental school doesn't teach you. <laughs> so <laughs> they have lots of like on like live events. Um, yeah. So they'll go to schools and they'll uh, like rent out the bar for the night and they'll do a lecture and then they'll have like a, a networking event after or mm-hmm. the, lead, uh, the CEO of the company Dr. David Rice, he does lots of speaking engagements and he'll talk to dental students as well. And they mostly focus on, they originally started out as a, a resource for, for dentists, new dentists to kind of navigate the field because right now it's, it's hard to, to go from uh, dental school to associateship to owning your own practice. So they kind of ask yeah. a link for that. But they've expanded to much more than that. And now the goal is, you know, to help dental students learn about all the different materials available on the market 
or what you know how to get into residency and all those things that um like a school might only teach one way how to do or yeah might not even show you at all that's pretty cool and how how long has that been around i hadn't really uh, heard about it till recently uh i don't know when it started i can tell you when i started with it <laughs> yeah, my yeah first year okay cool as how did you hear about them in first year like were they doing an event to your school or exactly he was at um the national leadership conference uh, in uh, Chicago and I heard him speak and I was like wow like he gets it get yeah it. We gotta, I gotta like, I gotta meet him I gotta, like, that's so cool now we're like partners almost not partners but we work closely together <laughs> that's incredible and because um, that's funny because like that's something that in the back of my mind I'm trying to do with the newbie dentist um, but I wasn't aware of like Ignite DDS like pretty much doing the exact same thing so I'm kind of like <laughs> Yeah, like that's pretty cool. Um, so what's the platforms then? So you guys, uh, you do like lectures, you said at the university, is there like an online platform yeah. as well? There's a website that they're revamping and there's the Facebook group and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Okay, pretty cool. And <clears throat> so next year when you're going to be, you know, into your residency, um, are you hoping to maintain like, you know, working with Ignite DDS? And, um, what do you think is gonna be a little bit trickier with like, you know, working and stuff and not having the time to do it? I mean, I, I'm not in the, the residency yet, so I don't know, but yeah, I think I've always managed to make time for stuff I enjoy doing. And I do like, I do enjoy working for Ignite DDS and doing the future dentist stuff. And, you know, it'll, it takes like an hour of my day. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't see myself stopping. That's pretty cool. So you mentioned you want to do uh, ortho residency. Um, how did you come up, sort of uh, come up with that decision versus like other specialties or staying as a GP? What made you so like attached to ortho at such an early stage in your career? Well, I really liked certain aspects of ortho and I mean, just the. Uh, like the generic answer is like, you know, I like working with kids and I, I really like the yeah. planning phase of it uh, mm-hmm. and the technology involved. And I've, I've had some really great mentors that are orthodontists. So it's kind of like the, the be like Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone wants to be like them. So, yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. So is ortho, um, is it three years or two years? Like most of the programs in the States. Most are three, but I got, I got lucky. I'm in a two year one. Okay. So, nice. so you go, so you also, oh, you're going straight into ortho. You're not doing like a GPR and then applying for no. it. Oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. That's insane. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, cause like in Australia, like that option, usually people have to work for a few years, especially for ortho. Cause it's such a competitive, uh, like specials you get into. Mm. Like, it's so sought after. Like most people have to work for like three or four years and then like applying it in. So it's pretty cool. They can go like straight from, from like dental school right into the res. So in two years time, you're going to be pretty much a, like a young orthodontist. I know it's insane to think about. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't be <laughs> and, uh, a fourth year dental student. I know that's crazy. And um, did you go straight from uh, undergrad into dental school or like you did a master's or anything like that? Or I went straight, straight, straight through. Okay. Nice. Yeah. No, stop. That's killing it. 
Killing it. <laughs> and um, would you work with your dad and stuff later on? Or you kind of want to set up your own sort of uh, your own gig? I, I hope he hires me. Yeah. <laughs> he, he threatens that he won't sometimes. He says, that. yeah, <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I, I, my dad's my role model. So yeah, it would be awesome if I could work with him and then my brother too. Yeah. So that's the plan. That's cool. I've always, I always admire that. Like, uh, like my dad's not a dentist, but um, I've always like admired like those like legacies where like the dad's a dentist and like all the kids become like dentists and like like their kids. I guess like what I'm hoping like maybe like when I when I have kids and stuff like hopefully they'll uh, follow suit and uh, be dentists so we can like build a little little empire for ourselves. But um, so outside of the dental thing, obviously you're so active with like the the Instagram page with Ignite DDS. Uh, talk to him a little bit about like what your like ambitions are like outside of dentistry like is it to be like a lecturer or do you want to be um like just like a business person or like what's like the because i know we all like some of us like we all have that like side hustle like mentality of like we want to do something we want to grow something we want to build something so i'm curious to see like what you're because obviously you're doing that stuff from an early stage like in dental school um you joined ignite dds in like first year which is like pretty pretty cool um, so what was like the motivation behind that? And like, where do you hope the side thing that you have going on outside of like residency and all that stuff takes you? Um, I mean, I, I love dentistry. Like, I don't want people to think that since I'm doing all this other stuff, I'm trying to like, just use dentistry as a path to like do more business stuff. Cause that's not the case at all. I just Yeah. I, I really like the idea of like having all the different schools and people in the industry like connected and like sharing all the knowledge. So that's really where my passion and like drive is coming from. Uh, as I don't know, I'm only 26, so I don't really have like a clear yeah. vision of my future. I just kind of do what I like and, I I like working with all these different people and learning from all these different people. And that's a cool thing about social media that you can be talking to somebody in another country in another time zone so easily and sharing yeah. with them. And so I, I like that aspect. And I I find too that a lot of the people involved on like with like Ignite DDS or like on social media that they're really passionate about dentistry. And yeah like that that feeling's contagious so i just like it <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's cool man and it's it's um it's it's funny that you said that like i i always feel like people maybe like i wonder if people think that or people question like because the same thing i'm like i'm doing so much stuff on the side like outside of dentistry or like related to dentistry that's not clinical that people can be like is he just like looking for a way out so he doesn't have to like practice like clinically anymore and i'm like no like it just feeds into like what i'm doing clinically i like i like sharing my cases i like sharing ideas i like connecting with people and like um you know networking and and whatever kind of organically sort of like grows from that i think that's like it's pretty cool like why not do that like it's better than the alternative like working nine to five coming home and just like watching netflix and like just like watching like basketball or whatever mm-hmm. um it's cool to like have that little project that gets you like pumped to do something right yeah instead um, of playing video games i, I do this i guess yeah <laughs> that's cool so what's like um so for someone who's listening right now or even for myself to learn obviously like i'm just starting out in this whole thing 
what um what tips would you have like in terms of the type of content or the best way to network and connect um with people um so i'm just curious to see like what your experience has been and what you've learned along the way that might be useful for other people who are trying to create something within dentistry or within turn one of their hobbies into something a bit more legit i would say content is key like you're not going to get anywhere if you're producing subpar content um that just goes for you know social media for um for for getting connected and networking it's really just about reaching out and uh following through i think a lot of people they try and do all this stuff and take on all this stuff and they just kind of get overwhelmed or they realize like they're not really into it but you just got to keep on going and uh the dental world is filled with a lot of people who want to help um yeah like truly just if they if there's somebody that they think can learn a lot that <clears throat> that they're helping or they'll learn a lot from they're they'll go out of their way just like for example um we have like an aesthetics club at the school and we we've asked you know international lecturers to come and they like no question and we don't even like we don't even pay them you know like they just want to come yeah. and share their knowledge with students who that's amazing yeah want to learn um so yeah, just don't don't lose the drive, don't lose the passion. Stick with it. Stick with it. Build <laughs> cool. a good reputation. Yeah, the reputation is key, and um, it's it's interesting too. Like, I feel like a lot of the bigger dental pages are not content creators; they're like curators, right? Um, so what like what do you think has more value? Like, do you think like even being a bit more like small time, but like producing your own content versus like being a massive page but like it's nothing that's yours you kind of just like your talent is like finding good stuff and like posting it um what do you think about that like difference uh it's kind of hypocritical of me because like i i give my account to people and they post for me and i i (laughs) the best business model i like it (laughs) but i'm also involved in other things that like where we create content um you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be uh, like drawing or uh, like literally creating it. It can, you know, it can just be an extension of the work you're doing in clinic uh, and whatnot. Yeah. The content I create is mostly I help run my dad's uh, page. Um, okay, nice. What's your dad's page? It's I Smile NYC. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, he does a dentistry. But I help uh, organize the page promote the page and whatnot. But you know, doing that, I I re- I see how hard it is to get good content, and that's why mm-hmm. I think good content prevails because it's hard to do. Yeah, it's like a lot of work. Like I'm at work too, and I'm like I'm I'm trying to like obviously like make my own like produce my own content like um like clinical pictures and stuff especially like when you get busy at work it's so hard to like have that in the back i'm like oh, okay hold on i gotta stop everything like let me take a picture of this just like and i post it on instagram like it's like a it's like a really big like commitment that you gotta be like 
fully like yeah. up for it. Um, otherwise, it's so easy just to like go like two weeks to like, oh man, like I got too busy. I didn't take any pictures. I didn't like do anything. Exactly. Producing content, like, right? So do you want to create content or do you want to make money? Yeah, it's like it's such a hard like <laughs> split. So obviously, like when you're when I wasn't like too busy, like it was pretty easy because I had like more time. But now like things are picking up a little bit at work and you know like busier than I was maybe like you know six, seven, eight months ago. Um, so I'm like finding it harder and harder to like like do stuff like that. So um, I think it's true. Like people who stick with it, like you said, and actually like continue to put in the work over time, like they'll just rise to the top and and, and be successful in what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's awesome, man. Thank you. Lo- thanks a lot for uh, coming on. It was a good chat. It was good to um, see what you guys are up to in your dental school and, and um, just even for myself and for the listeners like get to talk to someone who's been pretty successful with the, um, with their side hustle and like the future dentist page that you're doing and uh, Ignite DDS. I'll definitely check out Ignite DDS because I think uh, even down the line, like, it'd be nice if I can somehow like collaborate with you guys because um, I may be moving down to Australia. So I don't know if you guys have like any outreach there because uh, I was trying to, trying to create something similar. So uh, maybe we can just partner up. Yeah, that might work out too. So, uh, so definitely uh, keep, me in, keep me in the loop. Um, you can be like the Australia, you know, yeah. fire starter there. Yeah, exactly. So let me know. Uh, we'll stay in touch and hopefully uh, we can get something going there. That'd be awesome. Awesome. Great talking awesome, to you, man. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Take care. Bye.